0: Alrighty, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to KZPT Audio. Uh, this is a compacted podcast of weeks six, seven, eight, and nine um, of this of this uh, podcast because unfortunately the last four weeks I have not made a show. And to everyone that has been asking me and uh, DMing me and seeing me, you know, even in the shops or at the gym and asking me, you know, where I've been the last four weeks. Yeah, it's it's been a little bit of a hard one. I'm going to go through everything. I'm going to go through some photos. I'm going to go through what um, some of the things and challenges that I went through. But to everyone that was asking and is following along with this journey, um, I really appreciate it. You know, it makes it worth my time. You know, to go through some of the things that I guess everybody struggles with when it comes to dropping body fat, when it comes to feeling better, looking better, doing all those things. Because as everybody who's gone on these Journeys, no, <clears throat> it is not a straight line. It is not something that just goes, you know, in the direction that you want. Just constantly, it never is, um, unless you have that mindset of nothing else matters. And unfortunately, that's not a place in my life that I'm at right now. There's so many other things that matter to me. Um, in that first week that I missed, it was actually my wife's birthday um, on the Thursday on the day that I normally make the podcast, and I was actually really, really sick. Um, I was not COVID, um, fortunately, but yeah, I was actually, I got the, you know, the sore note, the sore throat, the running nose. I didn't sound very good. So that first week I didn't really have an excuse of missing. Um, I sort of had like not a great weekend and then I sort of fell into some bad habits again and you know the first thing that happened to myself was i stopped weighing myself i didn't want to take photos because i you know i think subconsciously i knew there wasn't going to be much of a change which is something that i push against to every single one of the you know my athletes that i work with you know i tell them not to do but unfortunately it's it's something humane you know and that's why i tell them because i understand it you know i understand when it wasn't a great week or weekend or you know you had a really shit meal or anything like that that the first thing that you want to do is sort of like hide from it and think that it's just going to go away and you're going to be able to get back on track um but it doesn't seem to be the case a lot of the time you know you really can let it roll into worse and worse um over the time so that first week you know i was like you know what we'll give it a miss um I'll pick it up back up exactly where I was the week after. And then the next week came and, you know, the motivation that because I didn't have that that consistency and that rule for myself anymore, where it was like, every Thursday, I'm going to be doing a podcast. Um, it turned into more like a, uh, you know, uh, I, still haven't, I still haven't seen what I wanted to, you know, I really want to make the next podcast a good one. And you start making all these excuses in your head. And... The thing that I think I realized over those couple of weeks is this, you know, myself doing this and, you know, sharing the journey along the way of trying to drop some body fat in the offseason is it's hard to stay motivated. It's hard to to have that goal without having that end goal, if that makes sense. Um, You know, when you're doing it for a show and when you're doing it for, you know, a specific date or a specific reason, you know, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a comp, whether it's a photo shoot, whether it's, you know, something else, it's different because it's like, oh my God, I have to look a certain way on this date or else, all right, or else I'm gonna disappoint someone. Um, I'm gonna either disappoint myself, I'm gonna disappoint the people that are watching, um, all those things. When it's just yourself, you deciding, you know, just making that internal decision that, I wanna look better, I wanna feel better, I wanna do this. It's still a good motivator, but at the end of the day, there's not that, there's not that driving factor to look or feel a certain way by a certain time. And I, I believe that that's a huge part of why competitors and physique athletes and, um, you know, they're able to show up to shows and just look fantastic because it's that specific date that makes it all the difference in the world. So yeah it was really hard and then the next two weeks um, I just was coughing and um, didn't sound very good so made more excuses and not to do it maybe I should have um, and you know and just being completely honest with everybody but yeah it was something that I, I hid away from and not super proud of it but here we are and I want to explain uh, and sort of just go through all the things that happened um, I first off want to go through the photos right so I actually was I guess preparing myself for the worst case scenario in the sense that I was going to look at the photos and I was going to be like, I'm starting back from square one um, and going to have to do it all again because that's what it feels like. Even if you miss like one week of training, even if you miss a couple of days, there's this uh, there's this thing that happens in your brain where you feel like you've lost all that progress that you've made over, you know, even if you've been training for eight weeks, 12 weeks, three months, six months, and then you miss one week, it's like, Oh, it's so hard, you know, to get back into it. Fortunately for myself, I don't miss too much um, training. The cool thing with uh, where I'm at and what's going through my head is that training and weight training and just, you know, exercising in general, that's less of a thing that I have to purposefully make time up for. It's more so just something that happens, you know? I can't, I can't sit still long enough you know even if I've got a day off completely at home for example when I was really sick um it came to I was I was probably about three or four days in I didn't look great I didn't feel great it was you know a little bit yuck but I woke up Sunday morning and the first thing that I did was put on my gym stuff and I went to go leave and Talia was still in bed and she took one look at me and she was like Carl you're not going you're not going to the gym today. Um, you know, you need a full day of rest. And I stopped for a second. and I was like, I didn't really know what to do with that sort of information. I was like, uh, what? Like, no, I'll just go real quick. Like, it doesn't matter. And she's like, no, like, if you really want to kick this, you've got to give it a break. And I thought about it and I was like, no, you know what? Like it is, it's one day. But that goes for not just when I'm sick, but just all the time where it's like, even if i even if i don't want to or even if like i don't know what i'm going to train or i don't know you know what exactly i'm doing or where i'm going to train or anything like that or where i'm going to fit it in it ends up happening because if i don't do it i feel even worse right i feel like i just have to feel soft you know like the, th- the cool thing with weight training i guess when you're getting into it is that every time you finish a training session that is when you look and feel your best you know it's when even if your body looks very similar like like you've seen over the um over the photos and the progress photos that I've done so far there's sometimes not a huge difference between week to week but when as soon as you finish that training session that's where your self-confidence goes up that's where you feel like you can take on the world. You feel like you look better. You look in the mirror just eye to eye and you're like, yeah, I like this. Sometimes when you take the photo, obviously it doesn't look how exactly how you wanted it to, but you still have that feeling of like, yeah, like that feels good. And it's an addictive feeling. You know, it does take quite a while for some people to build that habit and to actually get to that point where it's a bit of an addiction. Um, but yeah, for myself, that's that's where I'm at. So even throughout that four weeks um, where I haven't kept it, I haven't been up to date with sharing that journey, I didn't really miss many days. Um, I missed two days while I was sick. Um, there and then pretty much throughout the rest of it I was always hitting the gym I was always getting those training sessions in so it wasn't too far back that training side is always pretty good uh the food however and you know the partying side of things did take a bit of a hit so it started off with obviously Talia's birthday and her, and her birthday party where the thing with myself is I can when it comes to like alcohol or takeout food or anything like that I can miss quite a bit you know I can just I can not do it I can not think about it and I feel great I can go you know however long without alcohol it doesn't faze me um until we're in the moment right until we're actually there and the drinks are out and people are having a good time and you know something comes over me and I like to meet people on that level you know and it's very hard for me to either just sort of like self-control that particular bit, right? So in other words, once I I can't, it's very hard for me to just like, oh, I'm just going to have one drink unless I'm not really feeling it already. But if I'm in there and, you know, I want everyone else to have a good time while I'm there, I know that I am a more sociable person. I know that I'm probably a bit more of a fun person to be around when I'm drinking, when I'm getting in on the action that everyone else is. I remember going through comp and, you know, having to be that person that's always like, no, no, it's all right. Like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm doing my own thing. Um, You know, I've got my meal. Don't worry about it. And sorry, I can't drink, you know, but I'm here, you know, let's do the party. Um, I'm not the same. I'm not the same person. Um, I'm not that that sort of fun, like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, getting everyone involved. That's not myself. So when it comes to those moments where everyone's around and everyone's drinking, I'm very easily, um, persuaded. I'm very, I'm usually the person that's persuading other people to get on board and, you know, let's party. Um, so that definitely happened, um, over two instances over these last four weeks, we had it going away, um, Party for one of our friends who's moving, and yeah, had Talia's birthday. So those, I think, really sent me back a little bit because it was obviously a lot of alcohol. Um, it was a lot of eating, and it was a lot of untracked and you know, um, not very thoughtful eating. Um, and guess what? It does tend to bleed. So not as much the alcohol, obviously, as I said. You know, that's really much more a party thing. But when it came to the food, it was like you know, for Talia's birthday, you know, we did a taco and nacho night. So we just uh, bought a whole heap of stuff and we cooked it up and ate a lot. And the next day you're feeling a little bit, ugh, don't really want to. So what do you do? You order Uber Eats, you grab some stuff, and then it—you know—that one moment, that one day, that probably wouldn't have made a huge difference if I had a slightly stronger mindset to stay on top of it—started um, to bleed over the next three, four, five, six, seven, ten, twelve days, where I was still training, but that dedication and that motivation and that consistent routine that I spent the last six weeks building started to feel like it was lagging. And started to feel like I couldn't keep up. So. That was really hard to sort of, like, bring myself out of. And, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. The other thing that did change over the last two weeks was I have finally... I've been speaking about it for the last four um, episodes. I've picked up some competitive sport again. I've started netball. And i tell you what, instantly, instantly, the second I jumped off that court Wednesday night... um, Not this Wednesday, just went, the following... um, Straight away, my body just felt good. It was like, oh, it feels good to breathe heavy. It feels good to sweat. It feels good to run around with purpose because I think that's something that I personally struggle with quite a bit. And that is, you know, doing cardio for the sake of doing cardio, doing cardio for the sake of burning calories because it's like... I'd just rather train. If I'm gonna be in the gym then like, you know, I'm I'm gonna lift weights, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I actually enjoy. So it takes a lot of discipline to be able to do cardio because you know you need to, not because you want to. And I think having competitive sport completely changed the way that I, you know, I viewed it and I felt about it. And I was like, you know, I literally, I finished that game. I came home and my mindset was just boom, straight back in. I was like, all right, cool. Tomorrow's going to be perfect. You know, like I know exactly what I'm going to train. Um, I know my meals, I know what they're going to be. And it was like, yes, I'm back. So I knew that was going to happen. And I knew that having a lack of that was something that I really struggled with to keep the body weight down. Um, and yeah, it's feeling a lot better. So I'm here. That's why I'm here to sort of update you all that it's going well. Could you say that again? Now, the other thing for myself is I didn't weigh myself over the last three to four weeks. Um, we can get that. We can get that up. But uh, once I had those two or three days where nothing was good, I didn't want to weigh. And then because I didn't want to know that, and then every other day wasn't perfect. I didn't finish the days thinking like. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be a drop. So what do you do? I avoided it. You know, I didn't want to jump on those scales. I didn't want to, you know, like have those pro... I didn't take any progress shots over those um, over those first three weeks. I didn't take a progress shot until the, um, till the day before I started netball two weeks ago. So I started to avoid those things that I knew was going to be a no bullshit, no, no creeping out of and no excuse uh measurement of my progress and that's not good you know that's something that I tell a lot of people not to do um because it the the longer that you let that feeling go on the worse it becomes so this is for the people that are you know find it hard to motivate themselves you tend to when you actually go through that and you you take those photos, and it's not exactly where you are. It can go one of two ways, right? It can go in the realm of you see it, you look at it, and there's no change, or you look slightly worse, and you're like, that's it. I give up. I don't want to do this anymore. What's the point? You know, I tried so hard, um, and it's just not going anywhere. So forget about it. I'll just live the way that I'm living and just get happy with you know my body, and that's it. And that happens to a lot of people. I work with a lot of people where that happens, where. You know one bad week and they you know they put on some weight it's like the world is ending that's it i can't be bothered i'm over it um and then there's the other way that it can happen and that's you see it you realize that what the lifestyle or however you've been eating and training and living between those two photos is not agreeing with your goal It's not being conducive to getting you further and to getting you closer to what you're after. And it requires that little bit of critical thinking and it requires, you know, that self-criticism that I think is super important. And I think that physique athletes have nailed down where they can look at themselves and they can look at themselves objectively without um, too much emotion behind it and say, no, that's not good enough. All right. What do I need to do to fix it? And I respect that so much. I admire that ability to do that. And yeah, so that's something that I'm personally not very proud of. You know, I'm sure a lot of you who are listening would be like, "Eh," you know, like it happens. But I set a goal. I set a goal of 16 weeks of a cut. And I weighed myself in the other day. The lowest I made it so far before um, before this last month was 87. I weighed myself the day after my first netball game because I felt so good and I was like yeah all right I'm back on the train so let me see where I'm sitting at and I had gone back up to 90 so I put on about 3 kilos um, during that 4 week period and that was a huge reminder to me that I really cannot afford to have those moments right to have those moments drag on for so long the whole reason why I'm doing you know, this podcast and the whole reason why I'm even documenting this journey is not because I thought that this was going to work perfectly, right? And I was gonna be able to show off six pack and I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know, follow me. Um, you know, if you do exactly what I do, you're gonna get this way. That's not what i was trying to bring from this conversation. This conversation is was more about this is how people think it's going to be, right? They're not willing to You know there's a lot of people that i guess want to change want to feel better about themselves want to feel good but they're not willing to they're not willing to track in a way and you know be routine and consistent enough where we can give that real life data and you can give that perfect advice where it's like okay cool you've eaten this much you lost this amount of weight This is working. We either need to do this or do this. And, you know, like you can sort of make all these sort of really minute decisions on what to do. And they usually work. For example, uh, I'm training a guy at the moment and he is doing everything down to the point like perfect, that I give out, right? He tracks every single one of his meals, every single one from breakfast, lunch, dinner. He puts it in, he saves it. I can see it through um, my training app that I'm using at the moment. So I know exactly what he's eating. I know exactly how many steps he's getting throughout the day. I know exactly what training sessions he's doing because because I've created those for him. So I've got all this data to look at and it gives me ease of just going, all right, cool, I know exactly what we need to change, right? Because the data's there. That's where it gets easy, but more well, easy to make decisions and easy to change and make sure that you stay on your goal. But it's very, very hard to do and it's taxing. And the thing that I notice when you do that is that a lot of the other parts of your lifestyle suffer. So you have to be okay with that. You have to be willing to make those sacrifices to get that perfect, without a doubt, you jump on the scales and you can be pretty much certain that you're gonna get the results that you want. If you're not willing to go that route and you're not willing to every single day at the the end of every meal, get on your phone and type in and go, I've had this and I had this and then check it out and look at your protein and look at your macros and follow a training plan where you're gonna be properly progressing each and every week. If you're not willing to do those things, then this is the alternative, right? What I've been doing for the last six weeks is I guess how you would do it. And that is making time to train, right? Making time to exercise and really trying to turn that into a habit that is almost, uh, you you don't have to think about it to do. You don't have to like suck yourself up and like go for it. It's just like, yep, I'm going, this is it. Um, you know, it's, it's 12 o'clock or it's six o'clock or it's whatever time it is, it's just time to go. Um, you know, having that sort of mindset and, you know, really trying to, Look at yourself a little bit harder and be like, okay, cool. Where are the leaks? Where are the leaks in my diet? Where are the leaks in my training? Am I doing enough cardio? Am I binging too much? You know, do I go really, really good on the on the weekdays? And then as soon as it hits the weekends, I fall to shit. You, When you're doing it that way, where you, you have to be very um, self-criticizing, you have to be very thoughtful on what you're doing and make those changes quickly if you still want to see results. Now, which one is superior? Obviously, if you can, having something written, in stone, planned, is a great way to get the results, right? And I think that's where a lot of miscommunication comes from, from fitness influencers, and from other, you know, and from, you know, big coaches that you talk to that work with physique athletes specifically they have this mindset where like you want results this is how you do it and they can give you a and they can give you this plan that just works straight away if you can follow it and that is the main point. Sometimes you can't sometimes you struggle with that and that is I in my opinion okay because we are everyone's in different parts of life. So if you can't go down that route then the more of the onus falls on you more of the more of that uh blame has to be taken on yourself and take that responsibility and look at yourself and be and say, well, what's going wrong? Where am I falling off? Am I missing too many days in the gym? Am I binging too much? All of those things are going to have to be answered by you and make those changes as you go. Now, obviously myself, am I happy with the progress so far? Let's take a look, all right? So we're gonna get out these photos here. Alright, and here you can see these photos are taken, so the left one here is more so, that was two weeks ago, the day before I started netball training, uh, before, before I started netball. The right one here is today, right, so two weeks after, so th- there's a two weeks difference between these, and how much of a difference in the, is there? Yeah. Not much, right, especially from the front. Um, I can notice that just underneath my serratus is getting a little bit tighter, which I do enjoy. Uh, More so, if I can highlight, no I can't. Um, So more so like just underneath here, right, it's starting to protrude a little bit more. The lats and the chest is really starting to meet up a little bit better. But as an overall leanness, am I getting better? Mm, No, right, not in this front photo. Did I deserve to get leaner from how I was eating and, you know, like my lifestyle at that current moment? Not really, right? Did I go backwards, however? I do not think so, right? Which makes me kind of happy and I think that I have a lot of that to blame for, or a lot of that to thank, I guess, um, from staying consistent with the training. So, you know, being able to still get into the gym even when I was super sore. That first game of netball that I played, my ass is so sore my legs were so sore worse than doing a heavy leg session um you know afterwards and it's that change right it's that change in the way that your muscles have to work and it felt great you know like it really ignited a fire in me so i think it brought a little bit more intensity over the last two weeks to sort of bring it back down to where it was okay so going forward the side ones now here the thing that I'm noticing, actually, is much less bloating, you know, even though, once again, I don't think body fat itself has come down quite a bit. You can see from the stomach that it's a little bit tighter and it's pulled in a little bit. Now, as far as actual definition, mm, it can still need, it definitely still needs some work. And, you know, I'm going to use the next six weeks very... Um, strategically to bring that down and get myself to feel a little bit better about that area. But you can see that the stomach is protruding way less. The posture is a lot better. And I think that just has to do with my body type, really loving competitive uh, competitive activity, right? And I push way harder and I sweat way harder playing 40 minutes of netball than I do in, well, basketball, netball, whatever sport that I'm playing. Versus any other form of cardio, so it works for me, and I had to be very, uh, I had to be very sure about that, right? So, very happy with this side, with this side translate uh, uh, layout for the last two weeks. I'm really happy with that. This is the back one here. Once again. This is two weeks apart and I'm overall pretty happy, right? So I am I can see a little bit more definition coming through the back. I've been training that a little bit harder in the posterior chain because I wanna protect my knees and I wanna protect my hips um, through netball because it's very, very challenging um, with the stop and start motions of that. So yeah, really starting to lean down um, through the back a little bit, however, The weight difference between these photos, I don't know. So that is the importance of keeping track of all the different kinds of data because if I had lost a kilo and a half, let's say, you know, in that first two weeks of you know going off track, I put on three kilos or four kilos and I went up to ninety-one or ninety-two even. And then between then and there, I've dropped another two kilos. You know, it's like, I'll never know now. I will never know. And that's a hard thing to grasp and it's not the right way to do it. So learn from my mistakes, I, you know, I'd be able to come in here and tell you, yeah, I lost two point, I lost, you know, half a percent body fat or my weight went down one point, whatever kilos. And this is where we're at, but I can't do that. I'm looking purely at the photos and I can see that I am getting tighter through there. So once again, pretty happy. The side ones and the back ones, you know, show are showing way more than the front photos at the moment. And just so everyone knows, that is quite common, right? That front area tends to be the last place to like really lean down and you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with other areas losing body fat first before the areas that you really want to because spot reducing is not really, um, an effective method. It's not something you can sort of like really plan. Yes, I be- I, I'm i a big believer that you can train, you you can train muscles or you can, you know, to look, so, to look better, right? So I do believe that if you want better looking abs, you have to train abs more, right? You obviously need to still lose body fat. You obviously, it's still a calories in calories out um, equation that we have to, you know, have as our number one on the period and the most, Uh, pyramid and the most important thing. However, I still believe that training your abs is going to make your core and make your midsection look better. And that is one more thing that, you know, having that one game of netball and I come home and I've got all this motivation and all this energy, you know, I put that also into training more abs. So that can be another reason why looks a little bit slimmer and a little bit tighter um, and the midsection and the love handles are starting to tighten up a little bit as well. Still got a long way to go though okay. Now so those are two weeks apart these photos. Now going to the next one this is from the start and then this is to the today right. So you look at this and all of a sudden you realize okay we're actually not as far back as I thought we were you know. Um, You can see from that first photo it's nothing like um it's nothing like the first I looked way softer I struggled to keep the good poses I didn't have anywhere near as much tightness through the chest through the core through the midsection um it doesn't look quite as good so even though I really felt like for a long period there that I was starting from scratch and I had to go I was starting all the way back from square one that's not the case right that six weeks of dedication that i put in prior to having those last couple of weeks off i shouldn't really say off but you know what i mean has not put me all the way back to square one right and maybe it was it's like maybe taking 10 steps forward and maybe two steps back and that is a lot easier to process than you know taking 10 steps forward and then feeling like you've taken 10 steps back so this is the importance of actually making sure you're keeping track of some of these things right and then this is the side as well which you can really see that it's tightening up you know my main area that i'm hoping to which is the sides and the love handles um is tightening up a lot all through the abs and the six pack um looks a lot better shoulders and triceps are popping out way more the skin is starting to get a little bit tighter um and thinner which is an important part of um physique sports you know you need to have that really thin skin so that the vascularity comes out and you have all those things. So overall I'm pretty happy with um how the photos are looking so far. Obviously I've still got a long long way to go and I want to make these next well I guess the next six weeks Um, as productive and proactive as possible. So I'm gonna be changing the way that I do a few things. Obviously with this addition of um, sport each week and something that I knew was gonna make me feel a lot better is a huge thing for myself. That's, you know, it's gonna be so much easier for me because I'm not gonna have to convince myself and fight with myself as much to do cardio at the gym right? Because pretty much for myself, it's like every two or three days, I get this overwhelming rush of guilt that I should be jumping on the treadmill. I should be jumping on the bike. Why don't I just do five minutes of rowing and, you know, like say that you did it. Um, Whereas now I look at it from a different mindset of, I want to feel like I am Confident in the sport, right? I want to be able to run out a whole game, and I want to be able to, you know, run pain free. I want to be able to finish a whole quarter and not feel like I'm going to pass out. Um, which the first game back, which was the first game of sport in over six months, um, I didn't feel a hundred percent. I felt pretty good, you know, a little bit better than I was expecting, but. Was it optimal? Was I at my best? Probably not. And it was because I was neglecting those things. But now that I have that baseline where I'm on the court and I have to play and, you know, your team is obviously relying on you to perform. Now you've got that extra responsibility. You've got that external responsibility to do all those things that you didn't want to do. One of the great things about getting a coach, one of the great things about having any other form of accountability is you're doing it a little bit for someone else. And... Some people think that that's a bad thing. Some people think that, you know, if you don't do it for yourself, then you know, you're not doing it for the right reasons. I don't 100% agree with that because how many things do we wish we were doing but don't actually do, right? There's so many things, wish we ate healthier, wish we went on that walk this morning, but we don't do it. However, and I've seen this with a lot of people, if you make a plan, right, with a friend to go for a walk on whatever day, all of a sudden, you're now that, not that blame, but that accountability is coming from somewhere else and you're more likely to show up. If you have a gym partner that always trains at 4 p.m., all of a sudden, you're gonna be moving your day around to actually be able to get there at 4 p.m. and do what you said you were going to do. But when it's just you, you know, it's easy. Take it from me. It is very easy to, oh, you know what? Oh, I'll just, it's all right. I'll just go tomorrow, you know, don't worry about it. Um, uh, you know, today's not really going to work. So I might just push it back and, you know, we'll go a little bit later. It's so much easier to have that mindset when no one else cares what you're doing. And that is a great thing about this podcast, right? Um, it was working so well and it still is working so well because I missed it for a couple of weeks and then all of a sudden people are messaging being like, Hey, like, where's my cardio show? You know, like, this is what I used to use to keep myself accountable. And that makes me feel like now I have accountability to other people to keep this going and to keep you know motivating and helping others you know so it's okay to have that external um motivation or that external accountability with someone else that is going to be able to keep you in line and make sure you do the things that you actually wanted to do and those things that you said you wanted to do but life gets in the way you have that person that can ground you again and say like no Let's go, you know, 4 p.m. You said you were going to be here. Let's do it. I think that is super helpful for a lot of people, okay? So that is pretty much where I'm at at the moment um, with with everything. So overall, I weighed in this morning and I was uh, 88.2. So I'm back down um, from that 90 kilos that I was um, prior to starting netball. And I found that a lot easier, right? Um, I found that a lot easier to drop because... As I said, it's just that extra added movement where you're burning so much and so much after, right? Because when you do that high intensity exercise, you continue to burn and you just feel good. So that really helped me um, to bring it back down. And I'm sure over the next six weeks, I'm going to get much better results than I was getting before. Because not only is it more calories burnt, but it's also an internal motivator for myself too push that a little bit harder on both ends of the spectrum, right? It doesn't take much motivation for me to build that muscle and keep training and do all those things, but it does take extra motivation for me to decide to go for a walk, go for a run, do the cardio, make sure that that's there. So, and this is just reality guys. So I think the hard thing with myself is because i like to consider myself a physique athlete. Um, I look at so many other, athletes out there um that are competing at the moment and it's like wow they just do it right there's this one guy um who i'm really hoping to get on the podcast so i won't say his name just yet um but he posts up on instagram every single day every single day about 30 stories and he does his first meal he does his second meal he does his um every time he gets a massage every time he does cardio every time he does a weight training session every time he you know Goes out to eat, he does his third meal, does his fourth meal, does his fifth meal, does all the meals, all the training, everything is documented so everyone knows exactly what he's doing. And he doesn't miss a beat, right? It there's 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 no there's no excuses, there's no anything that is stopping this guy from hitting the things that he said he was going to do. And I sit back and I'm like, Wow, I'm shit. Right? Wow, I'm just I'm just an unmotivated slob. That can't bring myself to that again. I've been there once before, but what's stopping me from doing that again? And, you know, it's once again, it's a hard reality to, you know, really look at yourself and think that. But at the end of the day, not everyone is at that place. And I think it takes a lot of time to build yourself to a place like that, you know, and you have to be a little bit kinder to yourself in the sense of letting those habits build right? I think everyone should really turn around and make, make like a checklist, right? A checklist of all the things that they think is a healthy, what the best version of themselves do, right? What the fittest and healthiest and strongest versions of themselves, what, is that, what does a day in their life look like? right do they eat three meals a day do they eat four meals a day do they train every single day or every second day how much water do they drink what supplements are they taking how much time do they spend on their phone how much time do they spend doing other things and you have this checklist of all these things that you know the best version of yourself would do how many of those boxes are you ticking right how can you change your how can you change your life or how can you change your lifestyle to tick more of those boxes. Now, over the last month, um, I was ticking I was still ticking some of those boxes that, you know, I was hoping to, and I wasn't ticking some of the other ones. But everything comes in phases. Everything is going to your life keeps moving. Everything keeps rolling with or without you, whether you're paying attention or not paying attention, tomorrow's gonna come and then the next day is going to come. So sooner or later you're going to get you're going to be ticking the boxes that you tick. So for some people, it's very easy to like get to the gym, but it's so hard to not go out that night and, you know, blow it all out on snacks and take away and food. Some people really, really easy with the food. They don't have a huge appetite. So they just, and they enjoy eating healthy. So their food is on point, but they struggle to train, right? They can be scared of the gym. They could be you know, just unmotivated or they might be time poor where they struggle to find time to get into the gym, whatever it is. But you do one of those, you, you tick a certain amount of boxes for, a, for an amount of time and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, this actually feels pretty good. Now, what's the next box to tick, right? What am I going to go after next? What am I going to make a part of my lifestyle next? Let that be a process, right? I see too many people come in and think that, just because their mindset is I want to lose this amount of weight or I want to feel a certain way because I'm over feeling the way that I'm feeling right now, they think that because they've had that thought, now it's easy. Now it's just, okay, cool. Um, I don't have to worry um, because someone's going to write me up a plan. I'm just going to follow the plan and it's going to work. It's a every, it's a, every second, every minute, every hour of every day thing that you have to be conscious of. So... It doesn't take a lot, it doesn't take a lot to be pulled back into that other life and so you have to be very aware that you're making those decisions every day and if you can't follow a strict plan ahead of you, then you're going to have to answer to yourself and you have to get better at answering to yourself on what is the next best thing for you because I've said it before and I'll say it again, a lot of you, already especially the people that you know like a lot of the people that do listen to this you know I've had conversations with or I've trained before um you know and you understand the things that it takes to be a strong fit healthy individual you know it we've seen it a lot of you have already done it and then fallen off the bandwagon and are trying to do it again right we understand it it's a mind thing it's a thing that's going on in here that sh- that is telling you that the other way is better, or the other way is easier, more so. Now, you've got to find a way to curb that, and you've got to find a way to ask yourself the harder questions and get to the bottom of it. And that's pretty much where I'm at at the moment, where I took those last couple of months, and or last month, and really thinking about what i want to do next and how i'm going to get there and i realized that yeah i need to tighten up a little bit and for myself obviously and for anyone else that's either whether they're in a relationship or they're living at home but their their main place where they spend a lot of their time if they don't share the same goals as you you have to realize that it's going to make it a lot harder because they're not going to be very thoughtful about what you want or what you're doing right? And should they, sh- they shouldn't be, right? Everyone's, everyone has the right to be selfish. Everyone has the right to do what's right for them. So if you're living in a place where you're, you are trying to be the healthiest version of yourself and you're trying to go to the gym and you're trying to eat right and you're trying to do all those things and say no to things that aren't, you know, close to your goal, and then you've got the person next to you just doing whatever they want and not really thinking about it, then that's going to be a very hard hill to climb. It's a very rewarding hill to climb. You know, that was one of my favorite things about prepping was that it was all me. It was 100% on me, right? And I had to make that decision every time to not go out, to not eat whatever everyone, what everyone else was eating. And it was a very nice feeling to actually do it. It was like a dopamine hit every time. It was like, yes, like, you know, I'm in control. That was one of the best feelings of prep. I'm in control. I'm always in control. So as life has gone on it's gotten harder and harder to bring that feeling back of that discipline and it takes time to build and you have to realize that that's not going to just come to you because you will it into existence it takes hard work and uh, a real shift in mindset and not just that but a lot of clarity on what you want You need to be so sure about your goal and you have to be so determined for that goal if that's something that you're going to have to overcome. If you're living with anyone that's not, you're going to have to strengthen your own mind and you're going to have to find ways to make it about you and really think about the ways that you're going about it all. All right. But these are just some of my thoughts that I've gone through over the last four weeks. It obviously wasn't easy. Um, You know, my mind goes from place to place and I really think about stuff a lot. So this is a little bit of a rant about a few things. But I really appreciate everyone for listening. I'm going to leave it there because, you know, I know a lot of people use this for cardio and I don't want it to be, you know, an hour and 10 minutes long. So uh, the good news is, is that I will be back next week. So make sure that Now you are either subscribed, whether you're watching it on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, make sure that you like it. If you leave a review, that would be even more amazing um, because yeah, you know, that's what really gets people to listen on. So share it with someone with anyone who's on a fitness journey right now. And yeah, let's keep everyone in the loop and let's get strong, fit, healthy together. All right. Take it easy guys. See you later.